Welcome to The Prosper Project, the show that helps entrepreneurs build brands that impact the world and the bottom line. We know that success doesn't come in a one-size-fits-all package. That's why we're bringing you adaptable marketing strategies along with valuable insights from inspiring changemakers, firebrands, and visionaries. I'm Lorraine Sugart, founder of the disruptive brand agency, Prosper for Purpose. Now for this week's episode. Hello and welcome. Today, I want to weigh in on the best marketing strategies for 2022. So a lot of people are talking about this right now. A lot of people started talking about it at the end of 2021, which is really interesting. And a lot of people are giving conflicted advice. So there's a lot of good information out there for you to choose from, but you probably have already realized that not all the experts agree with each other. It would be so much simpler if they did, wouldn't it? So... What I want to say to you today before I give you my three top organic strategies, so organic means non-paid, is I want you to start by thinking about your goals for 2022. What do you want to accomplish this year? How do you want to grow? What does that look like for you? For some people, there's a direct monetary value for how they want to grow. For other people, it's I want to reach, you know, 5,000 people with this message, and I want to bring them into my circle of influence, or I want to build a business that enables me to take a month off twice or three times a year. So thinking about that, and then kind of breaking it down into, okay, so what are the objectives, the measurable objectives that I need to hit in order for this to be possible for me? And then once you map that out, kind of your strategic approach for 2022, then it's time to look at how you market to hit those objectives and ultimately your goal. So then you want to also think about where the people are that you're going to reach and how you want to reach out to them. So Again, always beginning with the end in mind. And also, as I've mentioned so many times before, there is no one size fits all business. There is no one size fits all, you know, marketing approach. There just isn't. So what you want to do when you're following experts in different fields, including listening to me, is you want to take what you can that feels right for you and your business, and then disregard the rest. It may be not meant for you. It may be meant for someone else. So I hope that that's a good framework to go into the conversation today. What I will tell you is that there is going to be a lot more focus on organic strategies. So Um, I'm not saying that advertising isn't still important. And if you're doing social media promotions and putting money behind paid ads, I'm not saying not to do that. But what I am saying is that we have found time and time again that those things are unreliable. What worked last year won't work this year. 
what worked six months ago isn't working now. So what are some of the things that you can do that may be more timeless? And timeless is relative, of course. So timeless might be it works for six months or it works for this year, or it may work for a few years, as in one of the examples I'm going to give you. So just really putting your plan in place, but then also identifying, okay, so I have this goal. I have these measurable objectives that I'm going to hit to get me further to my goals, but then monitoring, am I on track? Am I meeting those objectives? And if not, what needs to change so that I can? So hopefully this is making sense as you're listening to me and following along. So again, it comes back to if I want to have more impact, if I want to make more money, how do I reach more of my ideal clients or customers? And that comes through raising your visibility, raising your inbound marketing, just helping people find you better, but also most importantly, helping the right people find you. So that's what I want to talk a little bit about. So I am going to give you my top three or three best marketing strategies for 2022. And again, these are the ones that I will be using with Team Prosper to promote our services, our new course, which is called Profitable Publicity, and anything else that we're doing this year. These are the kind of the methodologies that we're zeroing in on. So Without further ado, I'm going to give you my top three. So the first one is networking. I really think that that's an underutilized marketing strategy, but I also think that people don't necessarily think of it either as a marketing strategy or don't think of it as a strategy in the right way. So networking is like public relations about building mutually beneficial relationships. So it's not like you show up at a party and you're looking for when we used to go to parties, right? It's not like you're showing up somewhere and taking your business cards and trying to meet as many people as possible and saying, hi, I'm Lorraine. I do public relations and brand narrative. Here's my card and move on to the next person. And yet when we network online, a lot of people do that, right? And so there is a right way to network and there's a wrong way to network. So first I wanna talk about some groups that make it a lot easier for you to jump in and network with like-minded people. And so there are traditional groups like NABO, the National Association for Women Business Owners, There are many others that hold in-person meetings, and more of those are happening now. They have national conferences and things like that. So maybe your people are in those traditional organizations. There's online groups that are like the Advance, which I joined when it started a year ago. So here's my shameless plug for the Advance, although I do not own it or have any official part. I am a member. And it is an online networking group. And it's really great in my opinion. So you might want to check that out. And I've also been a member of NABO and NABO is great. All these organizations are great, just like the strategies that you hear are great, but it's what's the great one for you. So I want you to think about that. Where is the best place for you to fit in? 
And then there's groups like Elevate, which are kind of a hybrid. So Elevate does have local chapters, but they aren't as widespread as NABO is. So for example, I'm here in Cleveland, Ohio, there is no local Elevate. I think the closest maybe, I don't know if it's Cincinnati, Detroit, something like that. But you can be a virtual member and you get put into groups and you're in there for, I think, like three months, nine weeks to 12 weeks, and you network that way. And people take turns presenting on their business and who their ideal customer is. So again, this is about mutually beneficial relationships. So instead of saying, hey, would you like to work with me? The conversation is around this is who I am and what I do. And this is the kind of person that I like to work with. And then letting the other person share with you their ideal customer and what they do and the transformation they make possible. So in fact, you can actually refer people to each other. So if you approach it as I'm networking to create relationships that can possibly bring me clients, that's a much better way of than I'm networking so I can go into this group and get more clients. The other thing is I talk a lot about giving value in advance. So go in and if people aren't networking the way that I just described, you can ask people. So you told me what you do. Tell me a little bit about who your perfect client is so that I might be able to refer people to you. So you open that, and then in the spirit of reciprocity, they're going to ask the same of you, or you're just going to tell them in return. So to me, that is a much kinder and actually more effective way to network. The other thing that you can do through networking to kind of take it to that next level is you can do social media exchanges. If someone has a Facebook group and you have a Facebook group, You could be guest speakers in each other's groups. You could do a podcast exchange where you guest on each other's podcasts. Again, if there's a fit with the audience, right? You only want to do it if you can add value to their audience and they can add value to yours. And then there's also things like Instagram lives or, you know, Facebook lives where maybe you go live together and you stream to both your audiences simultaneously. So these are several ways that you can network as a way to increase your visibility and put you in front of new ideal prospects. The second category, and don't cringe when I say this, because this is a really good one, is long-form content. So what is long-form content? Long-form content is traditionally things like blogs or digital products or even publishing a book that serves as a lead magnet or lead magnets for your business. And this works really well because in the old blogs of 400 to 600 words, you didn't really have the space to go deep into a topic. But if you go 800 to 1200 words or 1500 words, or if you're writing a book, maybe 10,000 words, You can cover a lot of ground in a way that makes people want to know more, right? So we're not solving every aspect of every issue that you might cover through your services or your courses or your programs. What we're doing is we're giving them enough information 
that the reader feels like they have something that they can take and implement right away. So we call it low-hanging fruit or an easy first win. But then they want to learn more. It's like, oh gosh, I got this. It was great. I implemented it. What else can I learn from this person? So those are really great ways of thinking about your long-form content. To anyone who thinks blogging is dead or that it is declining in popularity, you would be amazed to know, I wrote the stat down, that there are about 400 million internet users who are reading 20 billion blogs per month. So we still love our blogs. We do. People want to read blogs that have value though. So look at your length, look at what you're saying and think about how you can provide more value to the people who read your blogs, buy your digital products, or if you are all for writing your book in 2022, I strongly encourage you. That is another great way. So long form content can also be in terms of video. And one of the great things about video is just like today, you know, I'm recording this on video. I can take the audio. I can create sound bites. I can put it on my podcast. I can do a lot of other things with this content. So video gives you another way to multi-purpose things. I could also, after this, upload my video to a resource like rev.com and they would translate all my audio and then I could publish it as a blog. So these things work really well together. The third category is publicity. And so we all know that, I think we all know, I hope we all know that PR and specifically within the category of PR, getting publicity for your business helps build your brand in a way that nothing else does. Because there is that third-party validation, people read about you in someone else's trusted whatever news source. So you were written about in your community magazine, or you were interviewed on your local radio station, or you were featured in a national publication, that not only gets you in front of new prospects, but it does so with a kind of brand authority you cannot buy. Your social media ads do not get taken as seriously as content that is published in a trusted resource, a news resource. And I know, you know, we can debate about how trustworthy news is, but let me just say when it comes to interviews with people or stories about businesses, if you already like that news source that is presenting that information, you are going to trust what they're saying about that person. And it is going to take you further through the prospective customer journey than an ad. So I want you to think about publicity and what you can do that might be easy to start an outreach. So you can consider podcast guesting. Again, social media exchanges go really well into this category. And then traditional media outreach as well. And so to that end, I just want to say wherever you are in business, it's not too soon to think about 
joining a professional networking organization. Investing in some of these organizations can be very cost-effective for your business. Also, things like starting a blog, if you haven't already, writing some content for ebooks that you can sell or other kinds of digital content that you can actually sell through your website. It's long-form content. And if you don't already have active subscribers, you definitely want to have something free as well. So if you go to prosperforpurpose.com right now, you'll see that we have a free PR guide. What is PR and what can it do for your business? It's free. It's long-form content. You'll get some good tidbits in there and good information. It's not going to make you a PR pro, but at least it gives you a contextual understanding of what PR is and how it can help your business. And then from there, if you wanted to, you could check out our Profitable Publicity course, which actually does teach you, even if you're a solo entrepreneur, how to take the steps to get your brand in the media, whether it's on podcasts, in print, local radio stations, television, all the things. So those are three, my three best marketing strategies for 2022, networking, long-form content, and publicity. And again, if you are a solo person out there, you're going to want to start with what seems best and easiest for you. And I would say if you've never had a blog before, start there. Blogs actually help your website with SEO. And we could do another whole episode in session on that. And maybe at some point I will, but you want to include in your blog posts the search terms that people are looking for so that they find your blog and find your solution and your answer to that specific issue. And in that way, you're going to attract more people to your website, which is obviously really great if you have a freebie there for them and they subscribe to that, then they're in your circle of influence, they're getting your emails, and you can nurture them and build relationships with them so that you can both decide if you are right for each other. So I am so glad to be with all of you today. Thank you for joining me to talk about how to think about setting your goals and your marketing strategies for 2022. I hope that you found the three best marketing strategies that I am focusing on to have some value for you and your business. If so, I would love to hear from you and I will see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me. At Prosper for Purpose, we have a team of strategists and storytellers who are experienced marketers, accredited PR counselors, and published writers with an average of 16 years of experience. To find out what we can do for you, email connect at prosperforpurpose.com and put free consult in the subject line. Someone from our team will respond within 24 hours.